Okay, picture this. It's your first day on a new job and you're filled with a sense of maybe anxiety, also a bit of nervousness, but also excitement about what the day might hold. And whatever unfolds next is really going to be a reflection of the leaders in that business. It reflects on them, but also it's a reflection of them. So as you have a think about what it's like for new employees who are coming into your business, well, how does that reflect on the leaders? Maybe you're not sure. Maybe you're thinking, hmm, not too well. Well, if that's the case, then this episode is for you because we're going to be talking about what I think is one of the ultimate leadership litmus tests, and that is the onboarding process. This is Commercial Real Estate Leadership with Darren Prokopiak. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm Darren Prokoviak. It's episode 161. This is Commercial Real Estate Leadership, and I help commercial real estate leaders to really pump up the growth in their business. And really glad that people are enjoying the new format where we're focusing more on leadership and growing a business. And I wanted to just acknowledge someone who sent me a DM on LinkedIn. So it's not a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So I suppose it's more of a personal message, but I'll say, we'll call this person Frank. Frank says, hey, mate, just wanted to say how much I enjoyed the podcast, especially on leadership mindset. And then he talks a little bit about football and also about uh, how he's keen for a couple of his agents to do our, our course for agents that we have available. So look, if you want to get in contact with me, just to let me know about what you think of the show or some feedback, or maybe you need some help for your team, then you can DM me on LinkedIn. Really easy to find me. If you Google Darren and then CRE success, you'll find me. Click on my LinkedIn profile. If we're not already connected, then let's get connected and then send me a DM and I would love to have a chat. So in today's episode, we're talking about onboarding. And have you ever seen on LinkedIn or maybe on Instagram when someone takes a photo of their first day in a new team or in a new business and they show, this is what I got. This is my new desk. This is the cool notepad and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, wow, that looks pretty cool. That that person must have had a positive impression on their first day of work. And I think that's the type of impression that we want to leave with our new employees. But what I've noticed is that particularly some people who haven't personally had the best onboarding experience themselves, they either don't have the context around what a good onboarding experience is, or they think that it's not important because you know what? I did okay in the end. So why would we want to spend our time and attention in that? In fact, I can remember one commercial real estate leader that I worked with saying to me, well, you know, when I started, all I was given was a desk and a phone and I was just told to get on with it. So, you know, what is it that you want from me? Basically, when I was asking for a bit of help on something, really poor attitude. And I guess it's sort of like if your parents were perhaps the ideal versions of parents at all stages. That doesn't mean that you don't aspire to perhaps be a little bit better than they were, right? So what we're trying to do here is go on a path of continuous improvement and have a think about if you had had a better onboarding experience, then maybe you might have gotten to where you are now a little bit more quickly because you had that support, you had a bit more guidance, you had some kind of a pathway towards improving your performance and settling into the new role. So that's what we're talking about today. And I, I want to sort of preface this by saying that I was going to do an episode on recruitment, onboarding and retention. And what I realized was 
there's enough to talk about just in the onboarding stage. So we'll do this episode about onboarding and we'll come back to recruitment and we'll come back to retention at another time because recruitment is something I think that ultimately as a business, as a leader, the people who you attract is a reflection on you as the leader, just as the onboarding process is a reflection on you. And I think spending some time on the onboarding process and being committed to improve in this area is a sign of good leadership. So by being committed to actually improve the onboarding process and being committed to getting better results, that means that you're committed to being a better leader, which will ultimately improve this process and make you a better leader who is capable of attracting better people. So there are three main reasons why we we get to the point of having recruited someone and having them start their first day. Either there's somebody who we see who can have an instant impact from a revenue perspective, they might be someone who we see as a rainmaker. So if you think of the find, mind and grind, they're probably in that find category. We could be hiring people who have the potential to become that person. Also, we hire people to add capacity to the business, to free up more time for our rainmakers to focus on greater production and growing the business. So this is all about growing a business. And we want to make sure that the first day goes as well as possible. So I was just thinking, what are some of the things that we can be doing before the first day to make sure things go well? I think that we should be contacting the employee before they start and just making sure that they know that we are ready for them and then making sure that all of the things are ready. So their IT access, their security pass, making sure their email address is set up, business cards if you have business cards for that position. Do they know who to ask for when they walk in on their first day? Making sure that they're not going to walk in at a time before the office is open and setting the expectation, this is a good time for you to arrive. Have you got an agenda for their first day so they're not just sitting there wondering what to do? A bit of a plan of action. Now, I realize not everyone is is a big business where you're going to have a set orientation process with you know lots of staff coming through every week or every month, but we can at least create a plan, a process for our own, business, which says this is what a typical first day for this position or in this department would look like. I think we want to make sure that there is internal communication that has happened to our existing employees so everyone knows that the new person is starting on that day. Why not update the org chart with them on it? And also that shows them that they're a part of the team when they start, but also having the org chart given to them lets them Learn more quickly the names of people, right? You put a photo with their position, they can see who's who in the zoo, but also they can start putting the face of the name more quickly as they are meeting lots of people on that first day and think, what was that? What, what was that person? Oh, it's Cindy. Okay. Yes. I remember because I've got the photos. You know, do we have all the details to make sure they get paid so they get access to insurance, superannuation, 401k if you're in the US, but all the other employee benefits that they're entitled to? I remember when I worked overseas and I was heading up a big business, we used to have, I think, a monthly orientation. I think it was monthly or maybe it was every second month. Anyway, but it was 300 people business. So we probably had 10 or 15 people coming through every month or second month. And, you know, I always made a point of being there for that orientation and of presenting to the new employees. And actually, I took them to lunch on that day and we had a group lunch because I thought it was really important to show that 
we valued them. And that's something I think if you're in a smaller business that you've got a greater opportunity to do because it can be more personalized. In terms of training, again, maybe you don't have a whole training system for somebody to come into your team, but at least showing them your way of doing things, making sure there's some clear expectations, providing new hires with the tools that they need. So perhaps that's logins to external resources that they need to be using in their job, some of the systems and platforms and software that you're using. Why not actually have somewhere for them to go and take a photo before or on their first day? I think this is all about indoctrinating people into your business because we've spent a lot of time, like I said, recruiting them and getting them over the line, making the offer. And I think we want to finish the job in terms of maximizing the amount of time that they're likely to stay by making sure that this orientation is a great day. And the way that we can check in and ensure that it is, is just to check in with them at the end of the day and see, hey, how has your first day been? How did you find it? What could we do better? You're coming back tomorrow. Maybe you wouldn't say that if, if, if they've got a sense of humor, you might. But, you know, recruitment costs a lot of money, okay? Uh, retraining when people leave costs a lot of money or we lose a lot when we lose people's skills and know-how. I think also if we've got high turnover, we have new people come into the business and then they leave quickly, clients lose faith in us and other people in the business, other staff are impacted. So there are a lot of costs to not, getting the orientation right if people don't have a great first impression and then they end up leaving. And I think great onboarding also sends the message to your other employees that this is a good place to work. And even if you didn't get the onboarding right in the past, the fact that you're putting in the effort to improve the onboarding process with the new people coming in sends a positive message to your existing team members that, hey, Things are getting better around here. This is improving. And if you did get your onboarding terribly wrong before, well, you've always got opportunities to reorientate your existing team members, whether that's through the communication of your vision or making some new strategic priorities for the business, or perhaps when people take on new responsibilities, you might want to reorient them into that position and I guess attempt to make a fresh start. I hope that has been helpful in terms of just some some simple, practical ways that we can improve the orientation onboarding process for new employees in a commercial real estate business. I hope I've sold the case for you around why this is something that you want to put a bit of time, focus and attention into. It's all about ultimately growing your business. And if you haven't yet downloaded our free guide, which is called Magnified Growth, This guide is going to help you find some more practical ways that you can focus on to unlock more growth in your business. When you grab this guide, you'll get a system with resources, including a customizable spreadsheet to project revenue growth in your business and an instructional video on how to use it. To grab all of that, go to cresuccess.co slash growth for your free copy of Magnified Growth. That's cresuccess.co slash growth. That is our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you soon. You've been listening to Commercial Real Estate Leadership.